0: This is The Main Money Show with Craig Dixon from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Craig Dixon provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here's Craig Dixon on The Main Money Show.
1: Hello and welcome to The Main Money Show. My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. If you'd like to contact us, you can give us a call at 855-MAKE-SENSE. That's 855-625-3736. Or you can visit our website, theinvestmentexecutives.org. Stay tuned, everybody, because later on in the show, we'll have a special offer for you. So don't change that dial. Today, we're going to talk about some of the most common myths that surround retirement and hopefully dispel uh, the misconceptions that go along with it. After all, when it, you know, when it comes down to retirement planning, there's no shortage of of conventional wisdom, albeit much of it is just plain and simply wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, some yeah, some people think that investing in their company's retirement plan is enough to retire or that Social Security will, pro- will provide for them. But those are ideas that are oftentimes uh, contradicted and the numbers are just totally wrong and totally off. So we need to take a closer look at that and the seven retirement myths. And as you heard in the background, my co-host, Tony Shore. Hey, Tony.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm here. Uh, Thanks for having me on your show, Craig. I appreciate it. And you know, after a long week, I've been looking forward to the show, hanging out, learning something. And I like it, seven retirement myths, because believe me, I've heard some things out there. People talk and say things, oh, in order to retire successfully, you need to do this. And I'm like, what? So (laughs) uh, this is going to be a good topic for us because I know you've been doing this a long time. You know what you're talking about. Uh, You're very experienced and have a lot of training and expertise in this area. But before we get into that, Craig, I have to ask, how have you been? How's everything going over there?
1: Things are going great. Um, As you know, Tony, we just picked up another show on the FM dial, so we're really excited about that. Excellent. Um, We're going to be on 100.7, and I believe it's 96.9 FM, uh, under Gleason media group. So we're pumped about that. Things are going crazy. we got a seminar coming up on the 26th. Uh, we've been doing ongoing main money Academy classes and things are rolling along.
0: So what's that? Tell us about what's going on on the 26th. Then if our listeners out there wanted to go to that, uh, what do they need to do? There's no cost, right?
1: No cost. It's at the Hilton garden Inn um, on the 26th of, uh, October coming right up here, right in Auburn and we do Social Security and Retirement Maximization. Um, it starts at 6 o'clock, and you can register right on our Maine Money Academy website. It's the themainmoneyacademy.com.
0: All right. Well, that's a great opportunity, and I know you do have to reserve a spot because it fills up fast, but it's purely educational, uh, a great time, no cost. Uh, I learned a lot. I've been to one, and amazing. Now, this yep. show is a great topic for us because I know there are a lot of people out there who have based their retirement plans off of notions that they've heard, maybe a neighbor or a coworker, uh, whether they're applicable or not, that's another question, right?
1: Yeah, it's like the ghosts of financial past. You (laughs) kind of listen to the the old stuff that you've heard or adhere to those old adages, and sometimes they don't uh, hold true in today's economic world. But um, I don't know. There's a lot of retirement myths out there that, They're just not realistic and you need to be aware of them. And if you're, you know, if you fall and pray to any of them, whether they're new school, old school, it's not too late to get back on track. Um, And I guess the biggest thing that we can do for you is provide a few ideas to help you do just that and get everything right back on track, heading towards your retirement and that solidified retirement income that you need.
0: Yeah, that's key. So let's jump right into this then, Craig. What's the first myth you want to talk to us about?
1: Myth number one. I always wanted to do that sorry. It's like a, like a top seven countdown from uh-huh. Letterman or something like that. Oh yeah. Um, one of the, one of the big myths is the idea that you can wait a few more years until you start saving for retirement. You know, when you're in your twenties, it's easy to push retirement savings and wait until later on in your career to start investing. Your priorities could be things like, uh, getting a new car. Uh, ding, ding. I've done that. Uh, yep. having fun with friends, paying off loans from college or Saving up for a house, but that isn't an excuse to put off savings, no matter at what level, you know, put a couple of bucks away for, for, for all it's worth. It's going to be the time that you leverage more than anything. So the earlier the, you can get into the habit of saving for retirement, you know, the better off you'll be in the future because your money will have had more time. Like I'm talking about to potentially compound and grow and build and reap the rewards of dividends. If you do doing dividend investing and just, as the economy grows as a whole, you reap the rewards of early investing. So, um, one of the old ideas to retirement was that you should first pay off your mortgage, help kids with college costs, and then save for, for retirement. And I hear a lot of talk show hosts talk about, you absolutely want to have no debt. Well, I'm don't. i I'm not quite sure that's entirely possible uh, these days, but you don't want to forsake the notion of putting something in your retirement because you just can't make up those years. You can't get time back. So, You know, the old idea that I was just talking about worked for some people back when life expectancies in the economy was different, like I talked about. But the reality is that you may need a bigger nest egg than the generations before you. And if we take the idea that maybe government's not going to be around, you might need even bigger than you thought. So one of the best things you could do for retirement is to start saving as soon as possible and take advantage of the power of compounding returns. Don't, you know, don't don't take me the wrong way. Don't neglect your debt. Don't reduce what you're paying for debt, you know, try to maximize that, but definitely focus on putting something in retirement. And the longer you wait, to start saving, the more you'll have to make up down the road. You just don't want that to happen, which, you know, it could make reaching your goal significantly harder. So ultimately it's important to start building your retirement security as soon as possible so that your path to your golden years will be more secure instead of waiting until it's easier to save, but the goal may be harder to achieve just because you don't have the years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Um that's a great point because taking advantage of compound interest is is huge obviously. Uh, what's another retirement myth that you'd like to talk about or shed some light on for us?
1: Well, another retirement myth to debunk is the idea that your company or government will take care of your retirement. We all heard of that. We I think more people are wavering on that though. They're coming to realize that that's possibly not going to be the case coming down the road for my generation, you know, generation X and beyond. But retirement income used to be compared to like a three-legged school, three-legged stool rather. Um, one part came from Social Security, another from a company pensions, and a third was personal savings. But now everything's changed. So pensions have, you know, for the most part, they've gone by the wayside and been replaced by a hybrid of pensions and savings called defined contribution plans. Whereas before, the uh, pensions were defined benefit plans. The company set it up. They knew they were going to pay X amount of dollars in retirement. You didn't have to worry about it. Now with the defined contribution plans like the 401k, you're responsible for for putting in a piece of your monthly or weekly or biweekly paycheck and letting that build, and then keeping an eye on the portfolio to make sure it grows and doesn't tank in the stock market. Um, Meanwhile, the funds for Social Security program have been steadily dwindling, as we all know. We hear about that kicking the can down the road, but. Well, what once was a three-legged stool for previous generations is now a somewhat wobbly two-legged stool at best, Tony. Uh, it's kind of changed <laughs> a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, so, uh, but don't you think Social Security is going to be around for people to take advantage of it? They find ways of propping it up, and they've made changes to it before to keep it solvent, right?
1: Uh well, I, I'm not. I can't answer that definitively. I guess I would say, Tony is sure. I always waver on it, you know, in, in 2034, just 17 short years away, um, the social security trust fund is expected to be depleted. So what do you think about that? You know, how's that going to affect you? Are they going to kick the can some more? And, um, that report was according to the social security administrative summary of the 2016 annual report. So they're reporting on themselves that they're going to run them out of money in 2034. So unless Congress enacts reforms, um, We can't hold our breath on that and bank on the fact that the government's going to do the right job and head that Social Security down the right path. They've already steered it down the wrong path. That's why we're running out. So to land a retirement of your dreams might be another thing you want to look at. But, you know, you'll have to be sure that your other assets make up for the less than ideal benefit you may receive from Social Security. It will be a nice supplement to have, but it definitely shouldn't be counted as the only piece of your retirement income. You want to keep that in mind.
0: Sure. Uh, obviously, now unfortunately, our time is just about up for this first segment of the show. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to take a quick break here, Craig?
1: Yeah, Tony. There's many myths or bits of conventional wisdom out there that, when it comes to retirement, and some of the ideas are right on track. They're spot on, but a lot are just dead wrong. They're dead in the water. They're just no good ideas, and it's important to know the difference when it comes to planning for your golden years. You know, don't leave your retirement up to chance of outdated ideas, outdated philosophies, outdated investment strategies, choose to work with a financial professional like myself who can evaluate your unique financial situation and create a plan tailored to you and your goals in today's economic environment. And you can do that. You can contact me, reach out to my website, theinvestmentexecutives.org. You can always call my office, 855 make sense, 855-625-3736. If you do that, we'll set up a complimentary consultation with you. Um, We'll look at your uh, existing portfolio. We could do a color of money risk analysis to make sure you're positioned in the right position and um, get you headed back on the right track if you veered off.
0: All right. Well, thanks for that, Craig. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with The Main Money Show and our host, Craig Dixon. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Craig Dixon at Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855-MAKE-SENSE or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.org. And welcome back to The Main Money Show with our host, the amazing Craig Dixon. And Craig, great show so far. We're talking about seven retirement myths uh, that we need to avoid and be aware of. You've been talking about how there are a lot of misconceptions out there when it comes to retirement. Uh, So far, you've talked about how waiting until it's easier to save is not a good strategy. And that's going to force us to have to make up a lot of ground later on You also talked about how we can't depend on our company plan or social security to provide for our complete retirement anymore. Um, There are plenty of other retirement myths out there aside from these. So what's the next one you'd like to talk about on the show today?
1: Well, another retirement myth is the idea that your company and Medicare will cover your health care costs during retirement. And uh, in my notes here, I'm looking at according to Time Magazine, The percentage of employers who offered retiree health insurance dropped from 66% in 1988 to 36% in recent years. So um, another one, the Employee Benefit Research Institute reported that only 13% of all private sector employers offered retiree medical benefits. That's great if you're one of the lucky few that has this sort of coverage. But for many Americans, they have to find a way to deal with increasing health insurance premiums. Year over year over year. We see them increasing in Maine all the time. But what about Medicare, you might ask? You might not be able to rely on Medicare to pay for your medical bills. In a study by Hewitt Associates, they found that healthcare expenses can cost retirees 20% of their annual income just for health care costs. Think about that, Tony. I mean, that percentage will grow even more over time as Medicare's fiscal problems continue at their current rate. Again, another government program that's struggling along with Social Security. And the best thing you can do is to take matters into your own hands when it comes to planning for medical expenses, grab it by the horns and decide to make that that step, that leap of faith that you take care of your own health care and retirement, not leave it up to the government. You take care of you. You take care of your family. You know, consider options like supplemental medical insurance, long-term care insurance, those things, they can help keep you and your finances protected down the road for not only your generation, but generations to come. We know that Medicare and... And social security and things like that might not be around for us, but we can definitely protect what we've built during our working years.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's really important to, to plan properly and not rely on programs that might not be there for us when we need them, uh, like Medicare and Social Security. So, what's the next myth you want to talk about?
1: Well, another popular belief about retirement that isn't correct. Is that you'll only need 70 to 80% of your pre retirement income in retirement. It's great to shoot for that, but not always the case. As as much as I wish it were true, Tony, the truth is that estimating how much you'll need is completely unique to each person. We always talk, you and I always talk about that, Tony. Every person's different, every retirement plan's different. It's like a fingerprint, um, there's no specific percentage that covers everyone. So you can't have a rule of thumb there um, that's just adhering to 70, 80%. Yeah, I think it oversimplifies it. And oftentimes you end up doing more harm than good. So according to the Employee Benefit Research Institute, 52% of retirees that were surveyed spent more of their pre-retirement income during retirement.
0: Wow. Well, that, that's that's obviously huge, uh, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's not good.
1: If you think about it. That makes sense considering that many retirees ditch their work lifestyle for one or more expensive active lifestyles after retirement. So the amount of money that you'll need in retirement is entirely dependent on the individual like I was talking about. So, for example, many people can probably expect that their retirement spending will decrease as they get older and aren't able to do all the activities that they did before. But on the flip side, their spending will also likely increase in later years as they age because of inflation and like what we just talked about, Tony, rising health care costs. So the point is, no one knows exactly what future inflation will be or how much health care issues, expenses, or whatever it is you'll be facing someday. So telling someone the specific amount that they'll need in retirement doesn't really work. It may work some of the time, but definitely not all of the time. And a better way to get a rough idea of how much you'll need in retirement is to put together a budget that's based on your unique situation and goals. Like we talked about that in another show, Tony, about writing writing down your goals and then perform, you know, the various tests with those figures based on various inflation and potential healthcare costs and see how it all works out. You know, it won't be 100% accurate, nothing I believe ever is, um, especially in financial planning because things change so much, but it'll provide you with a better estimate than, hey, 70 to 80%, let's shoot for that. You know, doesn't always sound so good. We can run some numbers and see how they work out, but just look at your life now. Would you have been able to accurately guess how much you would be spending today 30 years ago? Probably not. You know, Regardless, it's helpful to have as much of an estimate in place as possible, and the right financial professional can help you do just that.
0: Well, and that's, that's important. You covered a lot of great ground there, and that's a great idea. What's another myth surrounding retirement?
1: Well, Tony, many people assume that when it comes to investing, all they need are bonds, and CDs or certificates of deposit. I call back them certificates. The I tell them.
0: them I call them certificates of disappointment.
1: <laughs> That's weird. I've heard that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely
1: certificates of depreciation.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, Maybe that too. Yeah, yep.
1: yeah. No, but back in the day, it was fine to invest conservatively like this because you know life expectancies were different, probably lower, and inflation was relatively mild. Nowadays, however, it's like. Uh, that kind of investment portfolio may be good for conversation and risk mitigation. Uh, but you know, not the best strategy if you want to increase your return. So today's retirees have to plan for a 30-plus-year time horizon that factors in inflation. 30 years in retirement. You know, you have to not only preserve your capital, but you also have to grow it enough to preserve your purchasing power and make sure you have enough to buy bread, to buy milk, to buy heating oil, all those things that you need on a daily basis that come in month after month after month. And having some of your assets invested in stock in order to help add a growth component to your portfolio isn't a bad move. You know, it can help offset some inflation, but you want to make sure you have the right percentage in there and that it's something that you can, um, you know, that you can weather the storm when the market takes a dip or if the market takes a dip. Right, Tony?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When uh, there's more about when. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, but there's, you know, there's no safe way to protect your portfolio from inflation. There are alternatives that can help counter inflation while, you know, you're protecting your capital, but, um, you just got to move through it and, and be, you know, be pliable with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And these are solid ideas to help us, you know, protect our re- retirement savings from those outside factors. And like you mentioned inflation, uh, especially if you have something that's low interest, like a CD, inflation will kill it. And uh, Mm -hmm. these rising healthcare costs and rising college costs, a lot of parents are spending money for that as well. So uh, costly things that can really uh, eat away at our retirement. So uh, our time is almost up for this segment though. Is there anything you want to add before we take a quick break here?
1: Yeah. uh, Our goal at Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group is to help our clients accomplish their income goals. Um, I think that's not stressed enough. We want to solidify their income and set them up with the tools and the strategies to help them succeed in reaching, you know, the retirement of their dreams, not the retirement of their nightmares. And if you'd like help with the process, feel free to visit my website. You can go to themainmoneyacademy.com. You can go to themainmoneyshow.com or you can go to theinvestmentexecutives.org. Lastly, you know, feel free to call my, um, my 1-800 line. It's 855-MAKES SENSE and that's SENSE with an S And if you do, we'll give the first 10 callers a complimentary consultation um, to go over their current
0: portfolio. Thank you so much, Craig. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue this discussion with our amazing host, Craig Dixon, on The Main Money Show.
1: The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855
0: sense, or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.org. And welcome back to our final segment for this episode of The Main Money Show with our host Craig Dixon and today... Craig, you're talking about retirement myths, and you've mentioned uh, some of the myths out there, saving later when it's easier. You don't want to do that. Or the government or my company will take care of me in retirement. Uh, That's uh, usually not true. Uh, Medicare or health insurance will cover my health expenses. Um, Then you talked about, which we know uh, won't cover all of it, Then there's the 70 to 80% rule. A lot of folks are going to need 100% of what they make in Mm. retirement. It depends on the person. And you also talked about investing in more conservative assets is always the way to go. That's a common myth you hear. All of these myths, uh, well, they may have had their place uh, at some point in time or made sense for some people, don't necessarily apply to everyone. And that's kind of been your message so far today. Uh, And I think it's helpful to review these. Uh, I'm sure uh, we've all heard a lot of these, but never really analyzed how valid they were. Maybe you could give us another myth that you've heard.
1: Well, I guess probably in my book, one of the biggest myths out there is that when you hit retirement, it means you no longer have to work. And in many cases, and in many cases in Maine, you see a lot of people still out there working past 65, 70, 75 Sometimes by choice. Um, a lot of the times not by choice. When you're running up against, you know, uh, $4 a gallon oil and you're on a fixed income um, and that shoots through the roof, what do you got to do? You you got to go get money somewhere. So you got go to go back, back to work. And I think a lot of people think retirement sometimes is supposed to be the golden years and sometimes it's not. So that's why you want to make sure you plan early on, like we talked about. And Well, it's an obvious goal to try to, you know, be totally retired in retirement. Retirement has changed and it doesn't always follow with the traditional full-time work or full-time leisure idea. Um, Some of these people are doing full-time jobs to supplement their retirement. Some are doing part-time. But in order to make up for their retirement income gap, many people are choosing to either, you know, phase their retirement out gradually, leave the workforce, kind of acclimate to it, They could choose second careers, maybe something a little less physically or mentally demanding if they were in those opposing uh, businesses before. Or they could do a part-time job, work, or make money on the side, maybe a small part-time business, um, something that would give them the cash flow to supplement what they need. And a lot of people are finding that they're facing as much time in retirement as they did in their career. So again, if they were working for 30 years and then they're planning 30 years in retirement, they may not have to. Or may not be able to. Rather have all that leisure time and happiness, full of just fixed income coming in the mailbox. Right. You know, a lot of people are. They're just finding that, you know, their ideal retirement is a balance between work and leisure, and it just has to be that way. And for some people, they just have no choice but to work in retirement in order to help with their finances. And having a nest egg that covers you for thirty years in retirement, it's hard to come by. So the additional income absolutely helps and absolutely helps Mainers. And I, you and I, Tony, we always talk about it. And Mainers just. I think we're a different breed. We have a hard work ethic. And if we got to weather the storm and get through another cold winter, so be it. Um, Not that we always like it, but we know how to do
0: it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, obviously uh, working in retirement doesn't sound all that bad. I mean, a lot of people need that sort of routine anyway, or a sense of accomplishment uh, to keep them going in retirement. So give us one more retirement myth you know of.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like like a uh, purpose-driven life, right? People still need to do something, and right.
0: there's some people
1: out there that uh, that volunteer just to stay busy and stay active, keep their mind and body active. So yeah, there's different scenarios. But uh, back to the other myth. So uh, one other retirement myth is the notion that retirement begins at 65 years old. It's like that uh, <laughs> that magical number, 65, and poof, you're automatically retired. But You know, the idea originated because traditional pensions and Social Security used to pay benefits at 65. So it makes sense. Everybody thought that was when it happened. And since those benefits came at 65, people felt unmotivated to, to, you know, continue working. So they typically retire around that age. And this is, you know, you know, that mentality isn't exactly applicable today, though. You know, pensions are rare, like we talked about. You're lucky if you have a pension. That's awesome. Um, Social Security may or may not provide enough. May not go up with the COLA adjustments, cost of living adjustments. We saw that happen a few years ago. Um, May not be enough incentive to be a decision maker in your retirement plans either. So retirement doesn't have a specific age anymore, I guess I would say. It starts when you're ready and or you can afford it. Some people retire in their 30s while some people never retire. Like we talked about a purpose-driven life. They want to keep going. They want to help other people. Um, It's not always about the money. It depends on the individual and their unique financial situation.
0: Yeah, everybody's situation is obviously different. Now, uh, this has been a great topic because I hear things all the time like, oh, Social Security is going to run out. Well, um, you know, they've they've said that before and they always find a way to adjust it and keep it solvent. And then I hear the other mm-hmm. thing is that, um, is that Social Security is going to take care of me. So, uh, you know, we talk about these kind of myths, uh, but again, everybody's situation is different, and I think that's the the big point I'm hearing from you. And that's what you like to do. You don't just apply uh, general generalizations or set you know ways. Okay, retirement's going to work if you do this and this and this. You first figure out where they're at, what they need, what they have, that type of thing. Correct?
1: Yeah we <laughs> we try to apply band aids now so we don't have to do a tourniquet later.
0: <laughs> ah, yes. I, I know you like that line. That's perfect, though. It's it's a great yeah. analogy. Well, unfortunately, we're almost out of time for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, Craig?
1: Yeah, Tony. Uh, you know, I always hope that the listeners get something out of the shows that we do, and they can separate some of the myths from truths of retirement planning on their own when they're talking to whether it's a spouse or a friend or a family member. After all, having the right retirement plan is the utmost importance and you don't want to jeopardize that at all by following retirement myths. Don't follow down a path that's the wrong way. Um, check, Check your retirement plan on your own. If you're not comfortable with somebody else, do it on your own. Figure out what it's looking like, what we've talked about here in these seven myths and see if you're adhering to those myths or if you're deviating away from them and doing what's right for your plan. Um, you know, with the help of a financial professional, if you decide to do that, we'd love to offer you that complimentary consultation, as I talked about. We can help you create a strategy. If, if you're bleeding, we can apply Band-Aids, hopefully, and not a tourniquet, like I talked about. And we can come up with a retirement income plan, one that's solidified, that you can't run out of, that supports your lifestyle, whether it be 70 to 80 percent or 110 percent of your uh, working income. We got to try to shoot for it. And if we don't have a goal written down, we can't get there. You know, As always, if you have any questions or you have any comments on the show or whatnot, feel free to call me. It's 855-MAKES-SENSE. That's sense with an S, 855-625-3736. I'm happy to help. Visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.org or themainmoneyshow.com, and you'll receive the complimentary consultation that we talked about, the first 10 callers.
0: All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of The Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon. Thank you for listening to the Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group. Call 855 Make Sense. Or visit their website at theinvestmentexecutives.org. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota 866 Member FINRA SIPC. Gradient Securities LLC and SEC Registered investment Investment Advisory offers investment advisory services under the DBA of Gradient Wealth Management. Gradient Securities LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Insurance products and services are offered through Investment Executives Inc. Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group and Investment Executives Inc. are not affiliated with Gradient Securities LLC. Craig Dixon and Investment Executives Capital Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.